0: Hello everyone, and welcome back to QMenera, an Exquariance Points podcast, or an all-queer cast Numenera podcast. I'm Kenny, the cast member who plays the lovable and simple lad Hillian. If you love our show, we hope you'll rate us and review us on iTunes or wherever you consume your podcasts. Every review makes Kalric, the GM and producer's eyes, sparkle, and helps new listeners to find us. We don't pay to advertise any of the podcasts on the Exquerian's Points Network, so we hope you'll recommend us to your friends and just about anyone. Did you know that we had a Patreon? We are grateful to everyone who's already become a patron. You keep our mics on and our dice rolling. We've got some great rewards, so check them out at patreon.com slash points.
1: Be gay. Roll dice.
0: An LGBTQIA actual play podcast network. And welcome.
2: This is Humanera, uh, our all queer cast Numenera game. I'm Kelric, I am the narrator, and today I am here with my beautiful cast. My pronouns are he, him, and why don't we just
3: start with uh, our normal order. So, Aaron. Hi, uh, my name is Aaron. Uh, my pronouns are they, them, and I play railu a graceful glaive who speaks with a silver tongue, and they also use they, them pronouns.
1: What's up, y'all? I'm Cage. I use she-hers pronouns, and I'll be playing Charlie, who's a strong-willed nano who talks to machines, and her pronouns are also she-hers.
0: Hello, my name is Kenny. Uh, My pronouns are he-they. I play Hillian Jossa and Ernest Jack, who howls at the moon, and uh, their pronouns are he-his.
2: Okay, so as a reminder, you all... I'm showing you a map of the Ba'denu Forest so you can see where you're going, where you're coming from, (laughs) and how far that is. I mean, um, and, you know, you can go from there. Kenny, you were going to do the
0: um, recap? Was I, though? Oh, okay. (laughs) Sure. (coughs) (coughs) So, yeah. We're we're going off on our own path to uh, Jorisi. Charlie's been on this road before, and attempts to be contemplative. Uh, Rylou processes through conversation, peppering Charlie with questions in order to quiet their mind and find out who know would have trusted. We stop for lunch next to a water source, and uh, I, I'm hungry, so I'm, I'm going to go foraging, and, and, and I chase Jacques into the woods nearby, looking for mushrooms. Shirog uh, emerged from the underbrush to attack the party and and Rilu attempts to communicate with them but they don't communicate back. We attack the shirog and successfully defend ourselves. But Rylu's weapons are now coated in the scent of dead shirog, described as moldy cinnamon. The party decides or we <laughs> decide to drag the corpses along with us, partially to to feed me later, I guess. Okay. This is, this is what happens when I read directly from my notes. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
2: Cool, so yes, that's exactly what happened. You all left Ephraimon at long last, I suppose is how you all look at it. I don't know. <laughs> and you followed the, you started following the road up to Druisi. You managed to make it to a fairly nice, I wouldn't call it bucolic or anything, but fairly nice. Uh, camping spot there was a fire ring and there was a tower that you had discussed whether Hallian or the two of you should be in it and i think you had decided that Hallian would sleep up there with the two dead bodies was that right is on? that what we decided i'm, I'm asking cause oh okay i
3: think that's what was
1: in youtube i think we open. i think Hillian is asleep by the fire, and we were going to take turns up in the tower on watch so that way we had a better view of the lay of the land.
3: Yeah. And I think Riley would have taken the Anine off in a distance because I don't want our Anine to die. Um, and then placed one of the bodies near, um, like close enough to where, you know, we would know where they are and tethered them, but. Um, and then put, put like, one of the bodies, like, nearish to Hylian, off to the side a little bit of the Chirag. Okay.
2: So, with that said, how far away are you putting the I mean, Are you going to be near enough that you can get to them if you need to? Or, or what's, the, what's, what's the plan? Here?
3: I feel like we probably have them... Let me look at this map real quick before I just say shit. Um... I feel like if Hillian's near that big old fire pit, we probably have them uh, back into the left, like, just beyond that tree line behind the tower. So that way Hillian would have to, like, pass through us.
2: Okay. So why don't you just place yourselves on the map so I can see where you were starting out? Just for uh, me. Si vous play. Is there a dead body pin somewhere? Do we have a
3: random body? It's almost like Hallian's coming out tonight, y'all.
1: Oh no. Which I don't know that Charlie really knows that it happens multiple nights in a row. (laughs) So this is gonna be a good time. Didn't Riley tell
3: you that like we're expecting Hallian tonight? Last episode. Remember. Well, I feel like Riley would tell you. Like
1: Okay. Yes, he transforms. (laughs) Because
3: you would be like, Why why are we carrying a dead body? Like, you know.
1: Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. We did talk about that. Cause, Cause I lied then and said that we would probably be able to sell it later.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So the camp is all set up. You all have been here long enough to do your recovery roles. So you should be completely filled up on mm-hmm. your, uh, things and you all have set everything up. Uh, um, are you doing any exploring up in this thing or are you just setting up your bed rolls in this tower what are you doing with this tower thing what do you what's what's going on with that because I see that Charlie is uh, is on the ground but Riley was up there
1: I figured we were taking probably turns being on watch so that we were not both awake the whole night
3: okay yeah but you shouldn't be yes but you shouldn't be sleeping next to Hilly when he transfers. oh
1: okay good call yeah so I guess Charlie probably is up there too.
3: And we're just taking shifts, so basically yeah. every four hours, maybe? I don't know how that would work, but two people, how but... How you explain to Hillian they're
2: not allowed to come up with you? We do it after he goes to sleep. <laughs> so, alright. Um, how is Hillian doing? I mean, it's day two, and you've had, your, you've, you've had an afternoon of it, and now you are all, everyone else is you know, kind of getting camp ready. What is, what is Hillian doing?
0: So, I, d- I think that the last transformation was very, um, well, I mean, uh, every transformation is traumatic for Hillian, but um, I think <laughs> that um, Hillian has sort of an awareness that this is happening now, or that something is off with, with you know, their routine and what happened with Nils and everything. So, um, I think... He is, you know, he was he was silent, moody boy before, but now he's very silent and very contemplative. And with the hunger pains, I think he's like trying to fight through them and trying to ignore them more than trying to give in to them. Okay. What
2: would they be physically doing? Like, are they pacing around or are they just going to try and roll over and go to sleep to forget it? Or they what are they doing?
0: He is going to be um, busying himself around the camp. So trying to make himself helpful, mm-hmm. tending the fire. Like, um, if Rylou uh, gave, like, what tasks would Rylou give Hillian?
3: Um, Well, Rylou's probably cooking food as best as they know how. So they would probably, I mean, before we set up how we did on the map, I figured, like, uh, Tiuna and Rylou's thing was, like, we set up the tent like normal, like, we set up everything like it's normal, and then Hilly goes to sleep, and we tear it all down and do what we're (laughs) going (laughs) to do. So I would probably be like, oh, uh, yes, Hylian, would you you mind... um, Unpacking the rations and then Oh wait, that's dangerous for alien. oh, yeah, no, oh. As,
0: Like as you like kind of like go through these mental tasks and, and start trying to assign them and you are like actually cooking food, like Hillian kind of grabs his stomach and goes, Oh Um I am gonna get some kindling. I, I promise I'll be close. I-, I I won't go into the woods. I'll be close, but I- I'm gonna get some kindling.
3: How close to nighttime is it? Yeah, you've
2: been traveling. Quite a bit that battle took you a little while and carrying the bodies while the Indian are strong it it slowed you down a bit so I would say after all of this prep stuff you're probably looking at you know early evening heading into dusk so
1: Charlie can you come finish this up oh yeah and Charlie will go over and help out
3: Hillian, do you want some company um
0: Okay, I, I I appreciate
3: it. Oh. All right, and um, Riley will go back to doing something like unpacking a, a camp thing. I don't camp, um, or like setting up their <laughs> tent or whatever. I don't know, camp. <laughs> um. <laughs> Listen, I'm a city person throwing for um
0: Aaron's like, I'm going to hoist the mainsail. <laughs> yeah, <right? laughs>
3: don't trash my Sea of Thieves game, all
0: right?
3: <laughs> um, <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, I would go back to like, I don't know, setting up my tent or whatever. And um, But I would wait for Hilly to be like a distance away. And then like uh, if he breaks through the tree line, kind of start to follow in that direction. Like, leaving a respectable distance in case Hillian's going to use the bathroom, but, like, making sure <laughs> that Hillian doesn't get lost.
2: That seems quite reasonable, because
0: you no longer have an unbreakable scarf. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, Hillian's gonna be in the clearing, like, so to the, like, northeast of the of the um, tower of, of the thing, um, picking up, you know, twigs and brush and things to kindle to, to fire in that area. And um, anything that looks like it could be food, um, Hillion kind of either stamps on or like throws into the brush, or feeds to Jacques.
2: Okay. And uh, I want to remind you in the map that I've made that there, uh, the dark area where all the trees are is land, but this lighter area is water. So mm-hmm. on the. Uh, northeast and southwestern sides of mm. the camp you are surrounded by water so there's only an access from the northwest which brings them right to brings whatever uh Helene is doing to the tower and from the southeast, which is across the road so if you're from the tower you'd be able to see anything coming so this is a pretty secure spot you're in You can really tell that whoever decided to build this here planned this out really decently for being in the Abaddeno forest. It's actually a fairly secure location because it's only two main points of entry that you have to worry about unless there are water creatures you're thinking (laughs) might be coming
0: to visit. Talric, is that foreshadowing? What? (laughs)
2: I'm, I'm just asking questions, pointing things out, giving y'all some info.
0: Hey, somebody's throwing the shit. That's
2: right. <laughs> so, all right. Um, so you're in there um, walking around trying to find twigs and stuff. Are you trying to be stealthy or are you just too distracted by food? What are you doing here?
0: I think Killian's distracted by food and sheer willpower.
2: If you could roll a speed roll for stealth.
0: Just because, just maybe okay. they aren't. Beat. I'm not going to expend any effort because yeah, kind of not trying. There we go. Oh, oh that doesn't even pass a TD zero. I was really hoping to be a one, but that's. Okay. Calric
3: just fishes <laughs> for the ones. Does anyone else mm-hmm. notice that?
1: <laughs> yeah, he's like, yeah, you want to roll for that? What am I rolling for? Uh. <laughs> Walking. <laughs> a one. You're rolling for a one. <laughs> can
0: I just be able to do this?
2: <laughs> you can always make that argument. <laughs> Lift <Lick> that spoon. <laughs> All right. Well, I wasn't planning on this happening quite so soon, but that's totally cool. It's going to be I would like for Hillian to roll an int check for a
0: perception. Okay. Uh, again, I'm not going to do this with any effort because mm-hmm. he's distracted.
1: Oh! Oh! <laughs> He doesn't need to. That's, that's a that's 20. 20. <laughs> awesome.
2: Well, that gives you the opportunity to see the Jurassic are coming. Oh. What? <laughs> so, if you all would be so kind as to roll initiative. That would be great. What Are you kidding? Initiative. <laughs> oh, it's a jurassic. What do you think's gonna happen? I rate? think I'm gonna. Oh, I can't run away from it either. No. Oh, oh, well, you can run. <laughs> Feel free to run. Would anyone like to describe a jurassic for
1: us? For those of you listening, uh, welcome to our final episode of Cumanera. <laughs>
3: <laughs> our guest decided that uh, he's tired running the show. Can you apply effort to? That initiative? Initiative?
2: I don't think so. Okay. So I'm just going to say no. All right. So
0: what do we (laughs) do, We've got... Oh, dear. Can I um, use my major effect uh, to be able to react immediately? I am going
2: to definitely give you that uh i think just as part of the natural 20 you get to react you see a girasgar coming and does anyone want to describe what a girasgar looks like if you have any questions there is a picture of one right over my shoulder
0: it's basically a giant t rexy looking lizardy huge thing
1: that will kill us all
0: yes Okay. So,
2: as Hylian is traipsing through this for forest, stomping on what anything that might be food, basically just really struggling because they're so distracted by the hunger that they're feeling. They're snapping twigs. They're like, oh, this branch is too big to go into the fire. They're <laughs> cracking it down. All kinds of noise. They are also looking around. I think it's because they're just like, is there food over there? Can I step on it so I don't eat it? Just you know, a little bit of crankiness. So Hillian is walking through, this is happening, and as they're looking around, they see a flash of what is looks like a very large and colorful lizard shape. Giant like T Rex size thing as, it's as colorful as any flower you have ever seen. But one of the things that really grabs Hillian's attention is there is, are a lot of teeth on this flower and it is moving extremely quickly. <laughs> and it seems to be moving extremely quickly towards you.
0: Now, w- like what distance away is this? Is this long range?
2: It is long range with, okay. a, with your your roll of 20, you catch it pretty far away, so you do have time to
0: react to it. Um, uh, yeah, Hillian will turn around and yell out, Juraskar, uh, get into the, the, the... What is that called? Is it like a... Tower?
1: tower like tower a watchtower? Get into the tower! <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. As
2: soon as you call out, then... Uh, the, the other two of you should roll initiative if you haven't. I don't see it.
1: Oh, I did. It's a
3: 13. Okay.
2: Yeah, mine I rolled
1: start.
2: a four. Okay, so 13 is what we got versus their
1: 21. The dragon. Oh, my gosh.
3: <laughs> hey, Calric, why did you wake up like this this morning?
2: <laughs> is charging in, and you all can see it because it's very large, especially once you get up into the tower and it, go, it manages to go from long range, since they're so fast, I'm gonna say that it gets into short range in the amount of time it takes you to get to the tower and Hillian to get back to the campsite and out of the forest. So you all are in this little clearing area and um, it's heading right towards your anines Well, <laughs> and it is exp- it is done with its turn because it was just running.
1: Are they tall enough that they are like level with us while we're in the tower or do we have like a height advantage on them now? You have
2: a very, very slight height advantage. Like oh, goodness. if head up, it would probably be able
3: to grab Breathe
2: the- on. Breathe on us.
1: The- <laughs> the- yeah. Oh, gross, okay.
3: So. Nah. Are we all in the tower?
2: Just the two of you. I believe Hillian is I'm on at the, the ground.
3: I have the base. Oh no, wasn't I following Hillian when that was all happening? You were you were still
1: at, in the, the camp. You're between Hillian and us though.
3: Yeah. So Oh, okay. Yeah, as long as I'm on the ground, I'm 100% going to do a thing.
2: Then do a thing. So If you look in your party sheet, you will see that there are the three poisons that you got from Nils in there. Aha. These are the things that you have. You've collected the blowgun and knife from Nils. You also collected the three poisons. And there is a magnetic
3: shield cipher. Oh, cool. I didn't realize we just had like a party sheet. Well,
2: So in here is the mind controlling poison. If you open it... Uh first you need to roll a d6 and add 2 to determine
3: the level of the poison. Well, so now that there is this thing and also it's not what was in my inventory which has a very confusing uh text, can I do something else? Yeah, you can do whatever else you want. Okay, cool. Because like that's have... I don't know what I I don't know what I have in my inventory then. I don't even... Um okay. Um Wow, okay. Uh do we know that these are all what they are? Uh
2: you can do a an intellect check to see if you can figure out, but you never bothered to. You were just like, Oh yeah, I've got poisons in here.
3: Yeah, we can try that. That's gonna go terribly. Um I have I, I have a disadvantage in that for Numenera. Perfect. Um, but I also do have two edge, so it's only gonna cost me a one point to apply effort. So it basically evens it out. We're gonna go on a straight die roll. Cool, let's see what you got. A three!
2: Nope. You've got no idea what any of these are. You just know that they're <laughs> poisons.
3: Cool. Um
2: You can roll a D3 and it'll just be one, two, three from the top down if you want to just try and use one. <laughs> do it. Well is what would what would Rylou do in this situation? Because everyone knows Jurassic are basically death.
3: Let's just play a game of grab a random poison and apply it to my weapon and throw it.
2: Sure. Roll a 1d3. Wait. All right. Okay. So you have taken the third poison and you're applying it to your weapon or what are you doing with it?
3: Yeah, I'm applying it to... I'm, I'm latching it onto my razor ring. So in my opinion, this thing probably looks like um, the handle that I was describing. And you yeah. just clip it on and your blade my blade starts spinning through it. And, uh, and then I will chuck it at the drascar.
2: So first roll me a 1d6 plus 2.
3: Okay. Uh, 1d6. So awesome.
2: 4 plus 2. So it is a level 6 uh, poison that you uh, have applied. You have applied poison. The drascar is within short range and you're on the ground. Yep. You have your razor ring. Yep, both of them. Well... Um, I'm gonna be real honest with y'all. This is a uh, TD7 char- uh, thing, so you have to roll a 21 or better to hit, unless you can lower that number. So you're gonna try and hit it.
3: I mean, Rylu doesn't know that.
2: Rylu just sees that it, it moved from long range to short range. Like, it is not difficult to see how fast this thing is moving. Um, however, is so, really good at what they do. Great. So let's so, try. Railu is going to attempt to hit. What is, yes.
3: What does that roll look like for us? Let's see.
2: We're building a pool. Hold
3: on. <laughs> awesome. Tell us what that um, looks like. I'm reading my abilities right now. Oh. So <laughs> let's see. I'm, you think I'm pulling out all the stops. Uh, so I get one level for speed, light range. Um, I'm proficient with my weapons mm-hmm. I'm going to apply two levels of effort to this. okay so that's gonna be
2: that takes it down to a four.
3: yes. and, and...
2: I will give you careful movement because cool. I think that that is definitely something that you're doing. you're you're applying poison to your blade. I think you're gonna be pretty
3: careful. Sounds like a good thing to me, because I'm going to need everything I can. That makes it a level 3. So, a TD 3. Um, so hit. I'm, okay, I'm trying to figure out how to put this into the thing, because it's going to take off. It's going to be speed. As far as so I'm
2: concerned, t- if you just do a, a straight right, roll, cool. um, we uh, we can accept it. Just make sure you deduct what you need to. You hit a Jirascar, and that poison does 6 points of damage. Uh. And... It does have a different effect attached to it. So when you hit them, why don't you describe what the hit looks like, and then I will tell you what happens.
3: Yeah, so I think that Rylou sees this Jurassic charging. There's, you know, there's the tower, Rylu, Hillian, Jurassicar. And like. Rylou is not gonna let Hillian get eaten by a Draskar. And also, like there's the Indian as well. So, you know, that's kinda last on the mind. It's really Hillian. But, you know, Rylu's willing to die for Hillian. And so Rylou kinda I don't know if Hillian passes by or however the positioning works, but Rylu, if Hillian's in front of him, just like runs over to their bags, grabs a random poison and slaps it on, and just goes, Duck! And um and chucks the razor ring and like it flies in this arc and it just slashes across the draskar's chest
2: that poison is extremely fast acting as it gets cut across the chest the draskar takes about seven steps because they're so fast it's just running and then it face plants into the ground it falls and lays there. Its eyes are open and tracking everything, but it is not moving. So you don't know how long this will last, but you do know that you have a finite period of time where that it appears to be pretty much helpless
3: it's also alive
2: <laughs> yeah it's alive and, yeah uh it has it, it it took your hit but what are you gonna do hillion and charlie once you see that happen because it it literally face plants into the ground and slides up to where you're at you're a neen are going crazy by the way I hope you tied them down super super well because that Jirascar is freaking them out if you do not pay attention to this you will lose them that makes it either Charlie or Hillian's turn whomever you all wish
1: would Jirascar be considered uh thinking what does it say in here uh Thinking, being—do they think? did Draskar think?
2: (laughs) No, I would not think so because darn, they are. (laughs) While they are apex predator reptiles, they are also their whole focus is just on getting food and Mm -hmm, hunting. mm -hmm, That's mm -hmm. That's all they do. So I would not say that they are thinking.
1: Cool. So we won't do that.
2: (laughs) (laughs) You do know that you want to take care of this before this one gets back up, if at all possible, because damn, Jurassic Park.
1: Mm Mm-hmm.
3: That works like that. Jurassic Park's thick.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, most of what I could do would be just doing an onslaught or throwing a razor ring at it as well.
2: Describe what Charlie sees before they do anything. So they have seen this. What, how how do how are they reacting to seeing a jurassic car, knowing, living from growing up in Ephraimonts so knowing about them.
1: And yeah. And well.
2: Then you see this thing faceplant. What's going on with Charlie for that?
1: Yeah. So. Uh, As soon as Hillian yelled that there was Draskar coming, she split up into the tower. Um, And then, and she, so she sees it coming at her because now she has like that perspective, right? And she's probably worried about Hillian and, Rylu being on the ground and is probably looking down at them and then all of a sudden like follows the razor ring that rylou threw and then sees the Draskar going down and is like in absolute like shock that that worked because <laughs> the chances of that happening are pretty slim and uh would probably see this as the opportunity to attack because you're not gonna outrun a Jurassic <laughs> and she doesn't know how long this thing's gonna be down. And so
2: give me a perception check because Charlie knows one other thing about Jurassic
1: Is that an intellect
2: Yes. Just straight intellect roll. You can add effort if you want to.
1: You do not Ooh, sixteen.
2: So you remember that Jurassic sometimes hunt alone, sometimes hunt in pairs. Right. And so looking around with a 16, you do not see a second juraskar, but you don't know if that's what, because you can't see it yet or Yeah, it's not there.
1: Well, just from, from that, like, I think Charlie will kind of yell out. to the group, I think it might be alone, but we can't be for sure. we should probably take care of it as quickly as possible so that way we don't have to take care of two at one time.
2: That's a day <laughs> in the heat of the moment.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I guess she will probably just use onslaught. So if I do the intellect one, it'll ignore armor? Okay. Um so that way cuz I don't think my physical one would probably hit otherwise.
2: Okay? Then you don't even have to roll for this mm-hmm. because it's paralyzed. It's it's down. It doesn't have a speed defense. It, it's not moving for right this instant. So how much damage does that do?
1: Two uh, in, uh, for insulate.
2: So it does two damage? Yeah. Okay. So that's
0: dealt. Um I think Hillian will um go into one of his pouches and pull out um I forgot what this what we flavored this one as um but um Hillian has a detonation cipher. Okay. Um and so Let's call it uh, like a small, organic-looking pearl um, that we picked up from inside the um, the tree.
2: Great. So first, roll me a 1d6 plus 2. Okay. Nice. That's an 8. Okay. So that's a level 8 cypher. Go ahead and... Do
0: you want to th- roll the d100 to find out what kind it was?
2: Yes. Okay. And you can just click on the effects.
0: Is that so literally a one? Wow. It, yeah, so it's a self disrupting cipher.
2: Okay, so it harms flesh only. That seems to work in this case.
0: Cool. Um, so it says it's either an explosive device thrown short-range or a handheld long-range. I'm not sure. You
2: are not long-range, so Okay. it's short-range. Go ahead, and it's it's a do you have anything for uh, movement like anything you don't have anything like graceful movement or anything like that oh no mm-hmm. yeah so just make a uh yeah a td2 uh, difficulty
0: roll i'm i'm going to expend like three effort to do this because stakes are high
2: my understanding is one effort is basically dropping it down by one step right and you can only apply two effort,
0: right? I can apply three because I've leveled up.
2: Okay, so you can apply three effort, which the max you need to apply is two, two? to bring okay. it down to, uh, A you do roll. Okay, cool. So.
0: so yeah, I'm gonna apply two effort.
2: Cool, so you throw it, it does eight points of damage to this Draskar, which looks pretty beat up. What does it look like when that hits?
0: I think that when it hits it, exp- loads into this mm. gel it covers the the area that uh, impacted on the Jurascar and it starts making the the skin just kind of melt
2: yeah I can totally see that it uh, what color is it
0: I think it's like a light blue
2: okay so this light blue gel just starts eating into the Jurascar and it screams it's extremely pissed off it's sort of thrashing around but it is not um, it's not moving other than that it does seem to be getting a little bit more ability to squirm around but it doesn't get a an action this turn so I think it's able to sort of get up and start moving away or away from the spot it's in I'd say it's moving closer to you because it's enraged at this point but all it seems to be able to do is run so it's going to be it is run into the camp uh, towards Rylou because Rylou the one who hit it and Hillian it saw them throw the um, pearl thing at it so yeah, it is right up on. It is right next to you two, and it's your turn again.
3: Yeah, I think um, Rylee is gonna pull out that blade, the, my artifact that we've been practicing with, um, and gonna go go take a take a stab.
2: Okay, so it is still moving really quickly, so it does have the TD five difficulty to hit. Cool. So, uh, feel free to spend whatever you need to, to yep. this giant. Girasgar that looks like a T-Rex with flippers instead
3: of hands. <laughs> and a melting it's, face like, now. Yeah, and it's,
0: it's purely nightmare fuel right now. Yeah, it is. Oh really gosh. White striped flower in colors,
2: very bright, with this sky blue gel eating away at, you know, part of its side and gross. gash across its chest.
3: So gross.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, it's um, bleeding. Well, thankfully, Rylou is trained with medium blades as well. How convenient. How it's like Rylou's a weapons master. a <laughs> like or something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. So that'll bring it down to a four, and then I'm very much so going to apply effort. But... This is going to take out of might as a sword, as a, as a closer. Okay, cool. So. Rylou,
2: all of your recovery stuff is um, blanked. So
3: uh, that doesn't seem right. It seems like, you... oh, this is the same night. For some reason, I, I yeah. when I, when we started, I was like, oh, we're going on. And I was, so I just there cleared them.
2: Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. There you go. So cool. Now, go
3: ahead. Yeah, um, okay, so I'm going to apply Effort there, I have one Edge, and so it's going to bring it down to a TD... I have two Edge in... Um, I have two Edge in Intellect. Ah, okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, actually, I'm going to apply two levels of Effort, because uh, I need to hit this. So it's going to bring it down to a TD 6, uh, or so a TD five. 2. It's it's 6 or better.
2: There
3: you go. Okay. I'm so... Gonna... Roll it. Are you kidding me?
2: All right, I'm uh experience
3: for you <laughs> that was another one. Oh my gosh this is why i roll physical dice it's not much better but it's not this many ones it's only uh, your second one out of three <laughs> rolls
2: <laughs> you know i'm just saying oh i
1: oh thought that was, God, a, thought one that was a one again <laughs> a seven. Oh.
2: what's really funny is oh my goodness and so you used up your good roll before you got there. But a seven hits. So how much damage does that do? It's a, uh,
3: it's a medium blade, so it'll take four points of damage.
2: Okay, you don't have anything to add to that. Not so that I can think of now. That is added. And are you going to move or are you going to step forward and hit? What does this attack look like?
3: So Rilu sees this Durascar charging forward towards both me and Hillian and um, Rilu is a reckless teenager, uh, so Rilu is going to run forward and try to like hamstring it. So they grab their they grab the sword off their back and they run past and they like slide underneath the body and slash at the leg. So now they're behind the Drasgar.
2: Nice, okay, yeah. And the Drasgar has no action to take, so you are perfectly capable of doing this who's going next are you talking to each other or are you just doing this run what's happening
3: i mean Rylo's just focused on the fight okay Makes
1: sense. <laughs> why does that not surprise me it's, it's Rylo. <laughs> i feel like like riley goes like completely silent when fighting <laughs> like just like game face yep
2: <laughs> all right so who wants to take their turn next
0: um, i think hillian um, will uh, expend uh, the two intellect points and uh, give everyone an encouragement uh for defense rolls <laughs> so hillian will be like um everyone just be careful and it, it looks like it's gonna charge again and um, will then position themselves behind the tower.
2: Okay, so Hillian's basically taking a defensive p- positioning.
0: Yes, but also. Smart? Giving everyone uh, a boost to their. Um, yeah, that's great. Defense rolls next.
2: Uh, that's awesome. So what is Charlie doing?
1: So mechanically, what does that do for defense rolls?
2: It just makes it to where. Um,
0: you have an asset, yeah, like a an asset. An okay. You have plus one
1: to your roll, basically. Cool. Uh, well, Charlie also has a razor ring, although just one, and I think she might want to try to use that. <laughs> okay. I don't know. Charlie is not built for combat, <laughs> especially with beings that that are non-thinking beings. Uh, so she's. Less than helpful.
2: It actually does more damage than the Razor Ring. It does two more points
1: of damage. Oh, I thought it did the. Does four damage are Razor Rings that weak? Okay. Well, then maybe I'll do the physical onslaught then. It's the reason I thought the Razor Ring did more damage.
3: The Razor Ring only does two damage, but it lowers the difficulty a step because it's a light weapon. Mm-hmm. So you're more. Likely oh. to do it. And most things, you know, aren't Jurassicar.
1: Yeah, I'll do the intellect uh, physical the uh, one. Yeah, or yes. What did I say? I don't even know what I said. The stat it uses is intellect for... Oh, right. Yes. The onslaught physical attack. Mm-hmm. Um,
2: so it automatically costs one out of your int pool
1: to use... Well, I have one edge. Perfect. So it... Yep, yeah. And then... I'll apply effort to the roll mm-hmm. to right. try to, uh, I have two effort that I can use.
2: Okay, so that takes it to a TD three. So you have to roll on nine or better.
1: Yeah, I think that should be good, right? Yeah, we're good. <laughs> okay. Oh no. That's a
2: seven.
1: That's a seven.
2: So, no, you do not hit.
1: I do not hit.
2: Charlie, you're up there. You have your razor ring. Uh, I mean, you have your mental onslaught. What does it look like when you attempt to use that? I, I actually described that.
1: This is the yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, so I, I think no, I think I did because this is the the one where the physical one is the one that looks kind of like a toned down version of the Iron Wind. Um, so she concentrates, looking at the Duraskar, and um, she. Because she's a nano, and um, particularly nano that talks to machines, I imagine it being that she somehow is able to, like, get some of the nanites that are in there to, like, kind of, like, attack physically the Jurascar.
2: Okay, cool. And are you just staying up in the tower?
1: Yeah, uh, Charlie's frightened, so... (laughs) She feels like this is the best uh, vantage point that she can get. So, And while obviously she wants her party members to survive, she is in like full self-preservation mode right now.
2: <laughs> okay. That makes perfect sense. So now it's the Jurassicar's turn. And the Jurassicar is going to... It, it screams, obviously, when Riley cuts it and it is going to wheel about trying to stomp on you and uh hit you it can't seem to focus enough to actually bite at you the the point the poison seems to be affecting its nervous system in a really intense way and so it is kind of jerkly moving around and it's very fast but it's it's almost like when you're watching um something on tv and you see things glitching you know how it it sort of stutters as it's going that seems to be what the jurassic is doing so it's not super coordinated it's it's really off um it's it's normal killing ability and so it is moving around the campsite and doing things it probably you know hits the tower just sort of accidentally as it's jerking around and it stops just shy of the fire the fire space but it is it doesn't seem to be able to attack anyone right now it's just kind of thrashing about why don't i get a yeah the only person who would have to roll any sort of defense role is rylou and i think with the poison effect that's on the juraskar and your careful movements and your uh normal abilities that it's not even a it, it's, there's you have zero difficulty in avoiding this Jurascar
3: dancing through those stomping feet yeah exactly
2: <laughs> I think that that Riley is able to pull all of the stops out and just doesn't even have to worry about a defense role so that makes it y'all's turn again You are the worst a Jurascar this happens with cool. Who's going to take their turn first?
1: I feel like Riley's been doing the most damage. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, so is my razor ring within distance of to run and grub?
2: When you threw it, it was short range, so mm-hmm. you can run in that direction and I think you'd have to roll to find it because you did throw it into the woods.
3: Oh, was the dress cart in the woods when that happened? Yes. Oh, okay.
2: So you uh, really uh, have yep. to do so.
3: Yeah, Riley's not going to look for a weapon in the middle of a fight. How? Oh, what would Riley do? Riley's not dumb enough to just straight up face a Jurassic or like head-on charging at them. I mean, like they're dumb, but they're not that dumb. What do you do in this situation?
1: I wish I would have thought about, maybe maybe Charlie can go first and drop her razor ring down to you. <laughs>
3: I have one. Oh. I just, because I, I have two of them. Yeah, Um, I think that Ryalu is going to try to, I don't know if this is an actual game mechanic, but maybe like knock it into the fire if they can get like another shot on its leg. I know that's going to be like a minor or major effect, but I think that's their mindset is to try to like, I think
2: you need to make the roll and if you roll well enough,
3: then Well, I'm just thinking their mindset.
2: Yeah, and that's cool. I think the role is going to turn, but I mean, this Duraskar is almost as tall as the tower. You knocking it into something is going to be pretty challenging.
3: Also, it's like a small fire, right? This isn't like a bonfire. Exactly. Oh, that's not going to, okay, that wouldn't. In this picture, picture it's a bonfire, so I'm like, I don't know, it's a huge fire. Okay. Be like, ow,
1: you burned me.
3: (laughs) Can someone else go? I don't know what Riley would do here yet. In this situation, Aaron isn't smart enough to know.
1: (laughs) I mean I think Charlie will probably just try to do the physical onslaught again.
3: Yeah, I mean it did
2: bump into and sort of rockier um tower there. So
1: Yeah. Pretty close to you, you could almost yeah. touch it from where it is. Yeah, she's not gonna try. <laughs> 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 yeah, no. Um so could I uh, argue that this would be a task requiring incredible focus or concentration? What's
2: the task that you're trying
1: to, to, to? attack it with a physical onslaught?
2: I, I would say, yeah, I think that makes sense. Sure.
1: Okay, cool. Because I'm trained in that. <laughs> 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 and I'm able to apply the effort again, right? Because it's a new round. Yes. Like, okay. You
2: have stuff in that pool. You are able to
1: apply your effort. Yeah, this is my pool's going to drain really fast. Okay, yeah. So she's going to use the physical onslaught again. Um, apply to effort and. All right. And yeah.
2: And so, so now you have to hit a six. So perfect. You hit it. So cool. yeah, you rolled an eight. So you did four damage, and it is looking pretty rough. It, it's it's definitely not happy.
1: Um, I'm really glad that I used that the, the trained t- task uh, thing because yeah. others I would not have hit it with an 8 so
2: what does it look like <laughs> this time when you actually hit it?
1: yeah so I think probably like before maybe like the nanites um, like some of them probably just like were like not attacking it and other ones like hit like the flesh like but like didn't like actually cause damage and now it's like they're like now that I'm concentrating more, like because I use that, uh, I, I was like I'm focusing and concentrating more on this attack. Um, they're like kind of like shooting in like um, at like a higher uh, velocity, I guess, and piercing the the flesh of the drascar.
2: Okay, yeah, that's awesome. So you do your damage, and it is it is looking rough. So good. <laughs> Hillian and Rylu, who's gonna take their turn next?
0: Um, Hylian will attempt to attack the Joraskar with their bow, and will expend some effort to do so. Uh, two effort to do so. Okay. So we'll see what that brings.
2: So you need to that hits. Uh, that's a TD three.
0: Okay. Ooh. <laughs> nope.
2: So a two is not going to hit it. Okay. So, are you moving around? Or are you sticking in place?
0: Um, I think.
2: Give me a perception check before you make your decision. Sure, I can do that. Just a straight intellect An eight? Yeah. You can see that these Anine are starting to uh, buck and uh, pull, and you you see that they are their restraints are going to break pretty soon
0: i'm gonna call out to the Anine and console them okay which i have a uh, you are trained I'm, in consoling yes yes. <laughs> yes or
2: you know you can use emotional support i suppose i don't know either one of those but only no the
3: way is their emotional support animal <laughs> yeah <laughs> okay
0: so i will i will do so
3: okay
2: Oh, with a 17, you can apply a minor effect, too. Yeah, that's fine.
0: Yeah, I think that um, I'm kind of just attuned to all of the animals, and so I'm able to just kind of intuitively calm them down. Okay. And sure, they're scared. Maybe they're bucking a little bit, but I think Hillian either has like a whistle that uh, he uses or, or something that is comforting
2: yeah i think that'll buy you a couple more rounds of them sticking
3: around cool all right and that leaves Ryloo. i think uh rylou is going to try how how tall is this thing like 10 feet tall yeah roughly all right, yeah, Riley can't do that. I was going to say, like, Rylou's going to try to kick off a tree and attack the face. That's not going to happen. Riley's just going to have to go for the leg. I mean, right now, they're stuck between a rock and a hard place. They got the forest, or they got the drask. so...
2: Yeah. Um, and y'all are making a crap ton of noise. okay yeah. I always go
1: for a swim? <laughs> <laughs> to be fair,
3: what's going to attack another draskar? Like, it could be a second draskar, but everything else is gone. <laughs> That's fair. Um... <laughs>
1: This is true, except for whatever maybe lies in the deep.
3: <laughs> and then a kraken appears. Never what? I would love to see a kraken eat this car right now. Um, <laughs> I played CPs. So I'll shoot it with my. Camera. Battle
1: of the beasts. You're right. <laughs>
3: uh, Yeah, I'm just gonna attack. I can't. I can't send any more from my might. So it's with my medium blade training. It's just gonna be a TD four. All right. Let's see it. A seven, dude. What is up with sevens and ones?
2: Hey, it, a seven is a better than is better than a one. Is all I'm saying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm,
1: so mm-hmm. it's the dracor's mm-hmm. turn, and mm-hmm.
2: it seems to be regaining control of its faculties slowly. Uh, I'm just gonna give this to y'all as a perception thing. You can tell that it is super, super angry.
1: <laughs> I mean, I would be too. <laughs> <laughs>
2: It is slowly. It is starting to be able to focus a little bit more. It is actually going to headbutt the structure. That mm-hmm, I mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh, saw that coming. <laughs> and
2: rocket. It. it is not going to knock it down. This thing is surprisingly sturdy. Like the dress car hit it, and it it shook it but it did not do as much damage as you would expect in part because the juraskar is still a little weak so Mm -hmm. that's what it does is it just you know tries to headbutt this thing and knock it over it does not succeed so we're in round four plus rylew has an idea oh
1: boy okay
3: take it away Rylou wants to try to climb up to this thing's head, like, from its back. All right. So Rylou's going to, like, jump on the tail and attempt to scramble on top of this thing while it's disoriented.
2: Okay. So for an action like that, even with this poison, you're going to have to do
3: something. I have careful movement, climbing, physical performance. No.
2: <laughs> you do also have the uh, benefit of Hylian's, uh encouraging presence, so... Isn't that speed defense? It gives you an asset, yes. And you're running up its back. It's going to get a reaction to that. I mean you don't think that jumping on something's back that's 10 feet tall and running up it's not going to be able to react to that is that, I, your, is that your argument
3: that's very much my argument because Riley was fast and is scuttling and this thing just headbutted a wooden tower under a mind control poison
2: yeah a mind disruption <laughs> poison yeah and I do think that it would get a, re, a reaction
3: to try it's out. your world I'm just living in a kill yeah <laughs>
2: I'm not going to give you running 10 feet to attack it up its back without some sort of difficulty check here.
3: Also, have you ever tried to... Oh, no, I expect the difficulty check. I thought I was making an attack. Okay.
2: Well, it's going to try and shake you off. Oh, yeah,
3: that's fair. I thought you was attacking me, and I was like, hmm. It's a reaction, is what I'm saying. It's
2: cool. The reaction is to try and shake you off before you get there. Oh, yeah, I figured that. That's why I was saying,
3: like, careful movement, climbing, balance.
2: So go ahead and... You're adding all of those. I'm giving you the defense thing. Cool. Um, so you have to beat a TD two
3: with everything <laughs> you have applied. So Anybody but me, I would hey,
2: be fine know, with that. I'm worried for this roll.
1: A TD one that
2: sometimes is a bit much in this
3: game. So it's fine. All right, let's do it. We're going to, we're going to
2: go
1: a for TD it. two. A oh my goodness.
3: Dude, I wrote three ones today. You gotta be kidding you just, me!
1: You just failed a typical task that just requires focus, but most people can usually do this, Ryloo. <laughs> most I, I people. Have my last XP for Riley. Oh my <laughs> god!
3: Okay, so here's the thing. I hate this system. Not the, not New Manera, but I mean this, whatever we're on, fantasy grounds.
2: You didn't hate it last time when it was giving you a whole bunch of really good rolls, didn't? Hate I it wasn't <laughs> fighting a trash scar. Yeah. <laughs> a six exactly what you needed (laughs) yay okay so you get up to the thing's head and now you're able to do your attack
3: yeah i want to stab it in the head
2: okay let's go for it
3: (laughs) okay i'm applying so much might to this (laughs) two whole effort um and i have my blade so i don't know if i get like an asset for this or if it does extra damage i have no idea but I got my two effort in and I got my medium blade training, so. Okay, so that drops it. I will
2: will actually even give you, since you succeeded on climbing all the way up it without um, the problem, I'll give you another asset drop for that, basically. So it's a TD one. You have to roll a three or better.
1: Oh my goodness. Damage. Anyone else why so I nervous? Why am I so worried about this?
2: A five. Okay, a five. So you need to beat a three. You
3: succeed. You hit it. What's
2: the <laughs> I'm less worried about the Jirascar.
1: I'm more worried about Riley's rolls.
3: <laughs> right. Same. <laughs> Is that four uh, of damage? It does four points of damage. Yeah.
2: Okay. And now who's going to take a turn? Alien <sighs> or Charlie?
1: Uh, Charlie can. Um, she is going to use the razor ring this time though, because my inte- intellect pool is getting real low. <laughs> so actually, before
2: we do that, you, let's get this description for what it looks like when you hit this thing with this sword. How, how does this look for, for Riley? Like you, you jump on this thing and your it's, it's trying to shake you off as you run up it. So you know your feet are remarkably steady considering how shuddering this thing is and stuttery it is like as it's shaking you're able to grab onto it, it actually has like these long sort of quills on its back just inter- intermittently placed and you seem to be able to grab them um, at the points where they're not sharp and use them to sort of stabilize yourself as you go up so you get up there and what happens?
3: I think, so Rilu is like seeing this thing headbutting the tower and um, and it's just like panicked at this point. And so the tail comes by Rylou and Rylou gets that idea whether brilliant or ridiculously dumb, who knows. Um, and they, they watch as it comes back and Rylou jumps on the tail and like starts climbing and grabbing onto the quills and running like when it lowers its back a little bit and then it tries to shake it off. And um, I think the reason that it was a one and then a seven is Rylou's back hit the tower. Like they they stumbled and their back hit the tower instead of falling off. And they were able to like re-grab onto a quill and they climbed back up to the top. And I think as they got up there, you know, they tried to plunge the the sword into the head to kill it. But I think its skull was a lot thicker than they expected, (laughs) which is why it's not dead. Yeah.
1: (laughs) just highly maimed
3: (laughs) that's very unhappy though (laughs) yeah it 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 is it is beat
2: up (laughs) so you run up its back you cleave at its head it it definitely cuts but not as deep as you want but you know a very reasonable amount and as you're recovering immediately to your right like, if you were just to turn your head slowly to the right, you would be looking directly into Charlie's eyes because you two are on basically the same level at this point. And Charlie is right next to you. If they wanted to, they could try to step out and join you on top of the Jurassic That's how close you are. Charlie, what are you doing?
1: Uh, so would that mean that I'm close enough that if I use the razor ring, would I be able to slash rather than throw it okay dope so um yeah i'm going to do that then (laughs) uh effort (laughs) because yes um yeah no i like i said charlie is not built for combat yeah so she's i'm just going to apply to effort and cross my fingers
2: (laughs) that's going to be it for us today i'm kelrick Narrator, uh, you can find me on Twitter at Cormalon. That's C O R M A L L O N. And I also monitor the EQ points Twitter. I do this every other Sunday, and on alternating Saturdays, I get to play in our fantastic uh, Starfinder game. And hopefully, we'll have a couple other things coming out in the nearest future
3: i've been aaron um and uh, you can find me over at twitter at space persona um, i've also recently started streaming on twitch um i haven't for the last week but i just released a new stream schedule so if you feel free to go over it's at twitch.tv forward slash catalyst k-a-t-o-l-y-s and i'll be streaming from 2 p.m to 5 p.m at least uh, monday through thursday um pacific standard time so feel free to come hang out and say hi
1: Thanks all for tuning in. I'm Cage and I've been Charlie. Uh, and you can find me on Twitter at Rage Cage Ruger, Rugger, R-A-G-E-K-A-G-E-X, um, R-U-G-G-E-R. And, so, and a, a fun little thing is uh, I've been featured in a short story anthology. You can find that on Drive Thru Fiction. It's called Flashbang, a collection of very short stories. We bought our copy. <laughs>
0: um, and yes, I... Uh... I'm Kenny. You can find me on Twitter at Punderdrone. When I'm not playing a meat-eating bunny, um, I am uh, DMing a game uh, every other Saturday on Experience Points, this channel here. Catch us next Saturday as we uh, delve into um, our next episode of uh, the Dawn of Flame Adventure Path, Soldiers of Brass. And it was amazing. Cannot wait to continue the story. So uh, you can find us there on, on this channel next saturday
2: thank you all so much this has been fantastic bye
1: bye Bye.
0: thank you so much for listening to cuminera and excorions points podcast are your ears burning for another podcast we cannot recommend enough checking out our sister podcast roll to fail there are six friends who have no business behind the mic or even rolling dice the original excorions points podcast is a starfinder game that releases every Wednesday. Stay up to date on all the Excorians Points Network podcasts at EQ Points on Twitter and on points.com Pardon our dust as I continue updates on the website. Thank you so much for listening. Hello, and welcome to St. Fleur, where the city is modern, the fantasy is urban, and the faction politics are at an all-time high. Join us in Shadows of St. Fleur as we follow the wizard, Alistair Lockwood. Regret to inform you, I'm... Not a wizard, I am a master of the arcane arts. The scholar, Jeremiah Roderick Crawford. I'm an earl, you know. And you're a baron, as words carry some weight. The wolf, Victor Margaret. Victor stands on the bridge, in the cold. Fuck. The Faye, who is known only as
1: Silk. Um, do we know if this was a, you know, was a standard mugging?
0: And the Vamp, Alex Giroud. Quite.
1: Because the first time
0: the door opens, I'm going to push her out. Through their experience in the city. Shadows of St. Fleur is an Urban Shadows actual play podcast with a majority LGBTQ plus cast playing characters finding their way through faction politics, all in pursuit of their own individual goals. Find it wherever you listen to podcasts.